How can we grow thriving creative businesses without constantly hustling, sacrificing our mind, body, and creativity, or living a life where the fear of where the next client or customer will come from keeps us up at night or disconnected from our family, friends, and passions? This show is going to answer those questions. My name is Naftali Roberts, and I specialize in helping true creatives like yourself grow simple, strategic, and thriving creative businesses. Thank you so much for joining us today. Let's jump on in. Friends, I'm so excited to jump into today's topic. I'm excited because we are going to be chatting about helping your family or friends or people you meet really understand why you don't have a real job. If you have started a business or work freelance or do any sort of gig work, I can guarantee you, because this is the life I live, that you have had at least one person this month say something to you along the lines of like, oh, how is that going? Like, are you having fun with what you're doing? Or, oh, that's super sweet that you're doing that as a hobby. Like, how do you make money though? Or when, when are you going to get a real job? Have you heard it? It's not something that I think people that work more traditional jobs or maybe have a longer term established business experience. But for any of us that are creatives or entrepreneurs or both, heaven forbid we're both. Actually, I love that we're all both. We probably hear this a lot. I know I have. I know that you know, I've heard it in regards to my business, um, both of them, no matter how successful they've been, I still to this day have family members who, and I don't fault them for this, don't understand how I actually make money and they don't need to understand that. But when we get together for family events, we'll say something to me or my husband, which kind of implies, oh, how's Naftali's little hobby doing? Oh, Chris, who is my husband, must be doing so well that you can put so much time and energy into what you're doing over there. Applying, and I, you feel, felt this too, that the work that you do as a creative or the work that you do building a business is not the real way of making money. It's real. The money is real. I have real money in my bank account. And so do you. And so can you. So today I want to really break down what can you do? Because I don't want you to feel like every time someone says that, I don't want you to be swept away by some of that shame and guilt that can come up or some of the anxiety that can bubble up because you know what you're doing. You know, you have a plan. You know that you're making slow growth or fast growth, depending on where you're at, but there's just this 
moment of thinking, well, maybe I should have a real job. Maybe my, my husband's a freelancer. Like maybe he should have a real job. I, oh my gosh, I was just thinking about this time. Oh, wow. It's been a long time. My boys were little, but this time I was talking to my dad and my husband and I had been married for, I don't know, we had kids really fast. So we maybe had been married for four years at this point, probably about four or five years at this point. I was talking to my dad and I was feeling like he was totally getting what I was talking about. We were having some issues with a client who hadn't paid. And that's a story for another day about how do you protect yourself from that? But we were talking about it and my dad paused and was like, wow, that's really hard. And then immediately went into like, well, I'm just wondering if this is kind of like a sign that maybe Chris should get a real job. Like, I know that we've been really praying that he would. And I was like, and at this point, I did not have a thriving business. I had just started my therapy practice at this point. And I like had to take a pause and I had to work through all the things we're going to talk about in a moment. And then I paused and said, no when you work gig work, when you're a freelancer, just because you end projects doesn't mean that you don't have a real job. Just because you get a new client as a service-based business, or just because you're creating a new piece of art that you're going to put out in the world and sell, none of that isn't real. It is just not the typical nine to five. And my dad was like, oh wait, so for the last five years, this hasn't just been something that he's doing until he can find something real. To which, because I had done a lot of the work we're going to talk about, I was like, no, this is the real work. So I feel you. I've been there. I get it. I get this at every family event. And the episode today is not to make you feel like you need to feel angry or hurt, but instead just acknowledge what you're feeling and then know what to do with it. Know what to say and know maybe some ways that you can explain things to friends or family that will at least reduce the number of real job comments that you get. First, when someone asks you or implies it's time for the real job. It's time to stop trying to make money, selling the things, being creative. It's time to go work for the man or woman. First, I want you to notice the thoughts that are driving how you are feeling. Are you feeling shame? Are you feeling anxiety? Are you feeling anger? Maybe you're feeling ambivalence. Maybe you're it's so normal. You're just like, ugh, love this again. Okay. What is it that you're feeling? And then what are those thoughts and beliefs that really are driving that, that feeling? Do you have a fear inside of you that maybe is, ugh, maybe I do need to go do that. Maybe that would be the most responsible. Maybe you feel like it's a reflection of how people see you. And so immediately when someone makes a question, which is often not driven by any malintent or desire to tear you down, but instead just really based on an 
lack of understanding for what you do? What is it that you're taking those things that they're saying? And what are you believing based on them? Next, after you've really processed those thoughts, you've noticed the feelings, you've written down the thoughts, I'm going to really encourage you guys to write these down. When you put them on paper, it takes out the power in what you're believing in those moments. And so you might not be able to do in the midst of the conversations, but as you want to learn from these different events, because it's just part of life creative, it's part of our journey as thriving creatives. So write that thought down, notice, yeah, notice what the belief is, and then find a way to change it. We can't change that other people say that to us. And we are going to dive into helping them understand it and maybe having some really clear language to use in those situations. But before that, I want you to know where you have your power. You have your power by not letting their words change what you know to be true. You know that you have skills. You know that you have abilities that you can charge money for. And if you don't know that, then I want you to notice now how you can start believing that. You're here because you have a desire to thrive as a creative. You have a desire to make some money perhaps from what you do. You, maybe you still love your day job and you don't want to do that, but you want to make some money because there's an exchange of value that happens when money is exchanged. But you know what your goal and your mission is. And so really where your power lies is how you think about what they just said. Do you let others' words, others' questions define you? Or can you, in the moment, when someone makes a comment that they probably are not thinking about what the impact of it, they're probably not trying to tear you down, and if they are, then don't give them power anyways. And you can say, okay, they have a question. I felt really gross and yucky in that question. I felt like it was defining me. So pause for a moment and acknowledge the feeling and then say, okay, but none of those fears, none of those beliefs, none of those questions are things I haven't already thought through come up with a plan for and now are strategically moving forward in. Building a business isn't just a snap your finger process, guys. And you know that thriving through the process of making money and also living in alignment with your priorities and being consistent in all of that isn't just like an easy breezy throw it on. Everything is perfect process. It is a day by day process. And so if you truly know and believe like I've got this, yeah, I'm not going to be a millionaire tomorrow, but I know I can reach my goals for this year because I have a plan and I'm working on that plan every day. And my plan isn't just to try everything, but I really do have a plan. Then when someone says that, I want you to not let it define you. Change the narrative. Pause and say, okay, normally in this situation, I let this person's statement make me feel insecure and I'm not going to do it. In this moment, I'm going to hear what they say. I'm going to make sure, uh, no, I've got this. And then I'm going to 
assign a narrative to that statement that this person is curious about my life and I can now share. I cannot persuade. I cannot change their mind or their opinion. That might happen, but I don't have the power to do that. I can only express, explain, and connect, and then know that my power lies in just the truth that I hold, the knowledge that I hold, that what I'm doing is on purpose. Secondly, once you've worked on that mindset and you're ready to try it out, go into situations like this with a plan no, depending on the level of person that you're talking with, like let's say you're talking to your spouse and they've reached a point um, in the process where they really have some deep questions about, okay, how's this working? And are you making money yet? And are you making enough money yet? And why are you doing this? Now you've, you're not letting those questions define you. You're not letting those questions rock the plan that you have, like destroy it, but you are answering them and you're not letting those answers define you. You're saying, well, thank you for being curious. Here is what I'm expecting. This is kind of what I'm laying out and there may be some tweaks to the plan based on what I've observed and I know to be true about the work that I'm doing and the process by which the growth happens. This is kind of what you can expect to see. And we'll talk about it if that changes. If I realize that the runway to a certain goal is going to be longer or shorter, I'll communicate it. But right now, these questions are valid. And let's touch base in three months or four months or next week, whatever makes sense for your family. So if you're talking to your spouse, then you can go into those numbers. But let's say you're talking to a family member or friend, and they're starting to ask questions that are really kind of getting into the heart of what you're doing and why you seem to believe that this is possible, even though everybody has to have a real job, right? I actually had someone post recently on a post I put in another Facebook community, not on Purpose Creatives. And effectively what they said is, well, everyone has to work a nine to five and someone, some people have the luxury to do hobbies on the side, but I can't do that because I have this life situation. Now their life situation was valid and they may not have chosen to do that, but they did end up responding. And I was like, Hey, that's actually not true. Not everyone has to have that because some of us choose a different path and that's okay too. So let's say you're talking to that person and they're they're genuine maybe being curious, or maybe they're a little jealous. That's something to encourage you just to sit with. Whenever I have someone that starts to really dig in and kind of be antagonistic about how dare I believe my business is possible, how dare I believe that success is possible when I'm not doing the traditional path of going to a nine to five and doing X, Y, or Z every single day. I really just pause and I, I decide what I'm willing to show them. I am really sensitive. I, I'm not fully kind of that highly sensitive person, but I am really close to that. And I raise one of those. And so I feel like that's upped my kind of empathness. And so when I'm in that situation, I go, 
you're not a safe person for me to give a whole lot to. So I just pause and I go, wow, yeah, you seem like you have a lot of questions. And, you know, once I've given like a really brief, like, I really love what I do. And I see that I'm making steps each day to grow. And thanks so much for the questions. And if they still keep digging, like they're the person that you're like at the party with and you're like, oh, you're here to prove me wrong. You want me to leave this this party and go get a job by the end of the day. I don't know why this is so important to. So then what I do is I deflect. Deflection sometimes can be super helpful. I go, hey, you sound like you have a lot of questions. And one of the places that I started when I had a lot of questions about whether this was possible, and then I direct them to a podcast episode. Sometimes I direct them here to the Thriving Creative Podcast if they're creative or if they're kind of asking about what we do here. But often I direct them to a little bit more global, like simple, um, not specialized podcast where these questions can be answered. Now, I know that 98% of those people are never going to listen to it because they are scared at the possibility. They want it to be true, but they don't want it to be true because if it's true, then they have to accept that what they tell themselves all the time, that they hate what they do always. The people that dig at you hate everything about what they do. Not everything, but they hate a lot of it. And they've told themselves there is no potential change. So you scare them. So just know that. Know that you are going to go into these situations with a plan. You're going to go into conversations with your spouse with a plan and actually have timelines. Because vague, I'm going to make money somehow and I'm not really sure how. Guys, if your partner or spouse said that to you, how would you feel? Even if you believed in them. Would that make you feel secure or anxious? So give them a little bit of a plan. Talk them through what you're thinking. It doesn't mean that if it doesn't work exactly like you think that you're a failure. What it means is that you're a business owner and businesses do not grow exactly how we plan. Next, if you're in those party situations, have a plan. Have a simple answer you give to the people that dig or question that it's a possibility and then keep your your boundaries up. Keep your emotional boundaries up and direct them to somewhere or some thing that's not you. And then really just as you're in those conversations, practice listening, practice responding, and practice not internalizing their opinions or giving it a narrative that's really based in your fears and yeah, our fears drive how we internalize things. So be really careful and aware as to how you're doing that. I know how I can feel to be alone in this. I've definitely found myself at times pretending things are going a lot better than they are or being at family events where I am told that I'm so lucky that my husband pays for everything or X, Y, or Z. And I just have had to learn how to not feel small, but I know what it's like to feel alone in this. And I know that there are others in our creative community, our on purpose, creative community that feel the same. So I've been telling you guys from the beginning that one of my goals here is that no matter what the experience is, because we have so many of the same experiences, no matter what 
life path we're walking, no matter what career we have, no matter if we have a business or if we don't have a business, but that we share these experiences within our creative life that unite us. So let's remind each other that this is normal. I'm going to make sure that this week, and if it's not the week that this podcast airs, when you hear this, no worries. Podcasts live forever. I'm going to live. I'm not going to say, but if it is at some point in this process, go to the on purpose group and find the thread where we are going to tell stories about times that in funny ways or not so funny, people have asked us if we're going to get a real job. And like, let's start seeing how we respond. I bet some of y'all have some really funny responses. I have not landed on an authentic, funny answer to the real job question or if I'm going to stop doing this when all my kids are in school so that I can actually go somewhere and work. I work. I work every single day. But I want to see y'all's funny answers. The ones that are genuine, not the ones that are like trying to make the other person hurt as much as you just did. But so drop on into the Facebook community, slide on into my DMs on Instagram. I'm Naftali V. Roberts. Um, And let's chat. I want to hear your funny stories. I want to hear those times where you're like, excuse me, what, what do you mean? Have a great day. Know that I get you. Know that I'm there for you. And know that you do not have to prove to anyone that the things that you are doing is work. Work in thriving means that you're making slow progressions towards the goals you have set. So if making money is your goal, great. Then let's figure out how to do it. If being with your kids more is your goal, then great. Let's figure out how to do it. Success and thriving is not defined by one thing. So getting a real job is not the answer for everyone. I care about you. I want you to know that you are cool and awesome and doing it. Have a great day and I'll talk to you all soon. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I really appreciate you for being a part of the movement that this show is built upon, which is liberating creatives and artists from their feast or famine cycle so that they become creatives who consistently make money doing what they love without the hustle, bustle, and burnout that has sadly become common for too many building creative businesses. You are amazing for going against the status quo and choosing to be a creative who is defined by thriving instead of how many things you have to do on your to-do list today. If you haven't joined the movement yet, simply review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and share your review on Instagram stories. By sharing and reviewing, you are helping way more creatives learn it is possible to make consistent money doing what you love without having to constantly hustle and struggle. Together, we can change the landscape of being a creative and build the world we want for generations of creatives to come. You are such a huge part of what we are doing here, and I'm so grateful for you. I will talk to you soon. 